Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, I did a fascism check-in this weekend on my Fox show. Now, what's a fascism check-in? Well, everybody on the right is being accused of being fascist, ultra-maga fascist, supercalifragilistic, makes me maga, ultra-fascist. Uh, by lefties. So I thought, let's define fascism and let's see who the real fascists are with a fascism check. It didn't work out well for the left. We're going to continue that a little bit today because something happened over the weekend. I've been warning you about, about your guns. Don't go anywhere. Also, uh, I did a really, really unbelievable self-defense segment. Well, Henry Gracie did it on my show. I'm going to give you a little tease of that and I'll explain something about it. Stay tuned. Loaded show for you to let to get to. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Why haven't you gotten a VPN yet? Secure your online activity and your privacy. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino today. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. I've got that. This new thing on guns is huge. This is really, really bad. And breaking news over the weekend, Steve Bannon, uh, former campaign advisor and a uh, uh, presidential uh, appointee, President Trump, worked inside the White House, had a really dire uh, announcement this weekend I don't want to address. If this is true, ladies and gentlemen, it's been leveled up. Uh, today's show brought to you by our friends at Tommy John. Falls chaos in your pants. You're overheating one second, freezing the next. Who wants that? To be ready for anything, you need underwear that can handle everything. It's time for Tommy John underwear. I wear them. I love them. Wore them for a long time, way before they were a client here. And Tommy John underwear, you're that much more comfortable, so you can do everything better. Name a problem with under underwear, and Tommy John solved it. Tommy John's breathable, lightweight fabric is four times the stretch of competing brands. They come with a no-wedgie guarantee. Where are you going to get that elsewhere? Thanks to a non-rolling waistband and legs that never ride up. Plus, they just look really good. Plus, they feature a horizontal quick-draw fly. The hammock uh, pouch support stops the awkward swing and slap, giving everyone something to be grateful for. Yes. With over 17 million pairs sold, people love Tommy John underwear. That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics like me. Plus, everything's back with Tommy John's best pair you ever wear, or it's free, guarantee. Go to TommyJohn.com slash Dan right now. Go today. They have great designs. TommyJohn.com slash Dan. You'll get 20% off your first order. 20% off at TommyJohn.com slash Dan. TommyJohn.com slash Dan. See site for details. Thanks, Tommy John. All right, Joe, let's go. Let's go. Yes. yes. <laughs> a, little, a, little, a little slow in this Monday. Man. Got to get Joe an espresso. Oh, yeah. uh, there's something going something, uh, Joe's actually in a very good mood, I assure you. We're just uh, going through something on the technical side. The fascism check, folks. I did it this weekend. You know, we're being accused of being fascist. This is what tyrants do. See, tyrants, what they have to do to, to subdue large swaths of the population, you understand this, is they have to turn massive portions of the population against them. But ladies and gentlemen, because we are a good civil people, generally speaking, right, we always got knuckleheads, it's really hard to get Americans to hate their neighbors to the point that they will uh, violently suppress them. The Biden administration is doing that right now with its fascist MAGA stuff. I'm going to get to that first. I just want to tease this up. I did a segment this week in a self-defense segment with the great Henry Gracie, one of the best Brazilian jiu-jitsu mixed martial arts practitioners the world has ever seen. Henry's a good guy. He's a really good guy. He knows how to do these segments for TV as well to make them digestible. I had him on because that story out of Memphis, Tennessee, of the, the woman being kidnapped horrified me. I've got two daughters. I've got a wife. Um, and knowing a good bit of Brazilian jiu-jitsu myself, I know there's some good and effective ways where you can save your own life. If you're a small statue person, statue person, a uh, woman or man, and, and, and you're grabbed from behind, there are things you can do. Here's a quick tease. Now, I, I want to play the whole video. Here's the catch. Like we did last time, because the segment's about four minutes, um, I don't want to take up this show today. So what I'm going to do is at the end of this show on Rumble and on the uh, audio, when the show ends, don't go anywhere. Gee is going to upload this segment in full, four minutes for you to listen to if you choose to stay around after the show. You don't have to do anything. Just let it keep playing. And if you're listening on audio and you want to see it, go to rumble.com slash Bongino. It'll be today's episode, 1849. Here's a quick tease of why you should hang around at the end of the show. Check this out. Let's say she can't break my grip instead. I'm pulling. She's losing her balance. She's maybe sliding. She might choose to go to the ground deliberately, introduce her feet into the situation, and now she can strike. And now she has not only better distance control, but she can strike from underneath me, further delaying the attack, increasing the chance of bystander intervention. Folks, it's four minutes or so that could save your life how to get to the floor, how to get to the ground, how to get you free your wrist. If they get you in the car, God forbid, what you should do. 
uh, just an amazing uh, segment. It's uh, I really can't encourage in strong enough terms. We'll even make it a clip today too. Please, please watch it. Spread it around. Okay. Uh, getting back to the show. This day again, all you have to do is stay tuned to the end. It'll be at the end of the show after we close. Tyrants do tyranny, uh, do tyranny stuff, and they do it well. Folks, uh, you were warned repeatedly on this show. Uh, you're not wasting your time here. I say it all the time. I had warned you about the universal background checks with guns. They want your guns. The first standard step, maybe first or second, depending on what they do and how deliberate they are about it, is they've got to disarm the populace. No tyranny or fascist or, or, or who wants to, or dictator who wants to subdue a population wants to deal with an armed population. I, I mean, folks, they, they, I, I, I hate to even waste your time with stupid. This is, this is obvious, is it, is it not? I mean, there's some liberals out there who still don't get this. But for the same people, they're like, oh, of course. If I'm a dictator, dictator Joey Bag of Donuts, and I want to subdue my population with an iron fist, I don't want to deal with knocking on people's doors and they have guns. Why would I want to do that? So you got to get the guns first. So very simply, how do you get the guns? Well, for libs, we're going to be very slow about this. I know you all are very dumb sometimes when it comes to this stuff. How would you get the guns? Guy, any ideas how you would get the guns if you were the dictator tomorrow? Very good. Yeah. He's like, well, it'd be helpful to know who bought them, who bought the guns, because it's hard to get the guns if you don't know where the guns are. So I've been telling you for, gosh, uh, Joe, I don't know, eight years we've been doing the show, that one of the reasons the lefties are pushing for what they call universal background checks is because they want to know where the guns are at all times. If you bought a gun at some point and you give it to your son or daughter who's legally allowed to possess it, you don't have to do a background check. Okay? But if they show up at your house demanding to see where the gun is, you can legally say, I gave it away. I gave my shotgun to my son on the farm, whatever it may be. If there was a demand for universal background checks and you didn't do a background check, you can't legally say that. So you say, do you know what they're going to tell you? The tyrants, you better produce that gun or tell us where it is or right. you're going to jail. Right. Now, why are we bringing this up now? Yeah, Dan, you've been saying that for a while. Because one of the other ways I warned you about in the past to track firearm purchases is to create a very special distinct category for firearm purchase. That way, when people go and they digitally purchase it using a digital mechanism, not paper money, i.e. a credit card, or maybe, Joe, later on, something we brought up once or twice, uh, digital currency, big no-no, <laughs> U.S. government digital currency, a federal government-sponsored digital currency they would know where you bought a gun. But what if credit card companies had a special category saying, dictating to the company, hey, use that intentionally, dictating where the purchases were made at a gun show. Oh, look at this. Jenny Goldsberry, Washington Examiner. Read this article. Read it. Read it. Newsletter today, bongino.com slash newsletter. It's right there. Subscribe to the newsletter. You need this article. Visa joins MasterCard and American Express in categorizing sales from gun shops. Oh, really? They did. The International Organization for Standardization confirmed via spokesperson Friday that one of its subcommittees voted to approve a new merchant code for firearms, which were previously categorized, fellas, as general merchandise, according to Reuters. Amalgamated Bank of New York had petitioned the Geneva-based organization to put it to a vote. Folks, gun grabbers have been pushing for this for years. They finally got it. Now, think about this. They're going to continue to push for universal background checks. Eventually, if the Republicans don't stand strong, many of them will not. Many will. If they get both of those, ladies and gentlemen, they have the fact that you bought a gun. They know where you bought a gun. They know the price of the gun. So they can generally figure out what kind of gun. You know, if the gun's four or $500, you can generally figure it's probably a revolver or some cheaper, you know, a thousand, probably something in the handgun range or a shotgun you know, two, three thousand, they could probably figure out it's some kind of an AR, semi-automatic rifle platform, right? Now they know what kind of gun. They know where you bought it. Not only they know where you bought it, they know the date you bought it. And then if they get universal background checks, you're not going to be allowed to dispose of the gun to a legal possessor without telling the government about it first. Sounds like a list for me. 
You know, it's illegal for the government to create a list of firearm owners, but as with everything with the left, what if you didn't need a list de jure? What if you had a de facto one? What if it wasn't technically a government list where, you know, Joe, they say something like, if you have a gun, you got to give us your name and what gun you have. But they had a de facto list knowing you actually purchased the firearm and knowing that you couldn't dispose of it because you'd have to do a universal background check if you did. Folks, what did I open up the show saying? Fascism check. Tyrants do tyranny stuff, and they do it well. The thing about the left, and I don't use the word admire in a qualitatively good way, uh, so maybe it's a poor word. The thing you have to respect, I should say, is probably a better way. The thing I have to respect about the left is what they can't get done through legislation or get done through the courts, they will do in a backhanded way. So in other words, they think about it, right? Process this all. Uh, they can't push the Green New Deal legislatively or through the courts through. I mean, they're having some successes, but it hasn't been an overwhelming success like they want. So what do they do? If you watch my Fox show this week and they just push BlackRock and trillion dollar financial investment firms to pressure corporate America to do Green New Deal stuff anyway. the left you, you have to respect what they do because if you don't, you won't know how to fight back. That's why it's up to us to create a parallel economy and credit card companies and banks like I've been begging. I've been involved in it with ParallelEconomy.com. If you'd like to check us out, up to you. I don't want to get into that now. But I have been involved with creating a parallel economy through Rumble, through social media platforms. I've been involved in, in uh, the, the processing uh, on, on websites with Parallel Economy. This is why it is so critical. Folks, I can't recommend now in strong enough terms, you do not buy a firearm with a credit card. It is a really, really bad idea. They are doing this for a reason. They're doing it for a reason. They want a list. And they're going to get it come hell or high water. Now, again, you're not wasting your time here. They will do anything to get their list. Here, I'm going to lay out a bunch of articles and videos for you right here. They will even dump the filibuster to get the list. Now, they're going to tell you they're going to scrap the filibuster in the Senate. For the liberals listening, the filibuster is the 60-vote threshold in the Senate, 60 out of 100. They want to make it, the Democrats, a simple majority, 51. 51 is a majority in a 100-vote Senate. Again, I'm sorry, there are liberals listening. They want to end the filibuster. I'm telling you because I know this from very good sources and from studying the left most of my adult life at this point, that one of the reasons they want the filibuster to go away is to grab your guns and push through universal background checks. Ha! May 25th, 2022, St. Louis Dispatch. End the filibuster to pass universal background checks, Missouri Democratic Senate candidates say. Oh, now, fairly enough, you may be saying, Dan, the hell do a couple Missouri Democratic candidates have to do with anything? No, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes when, can I give you a little trick? You guys call it this trick time? A little trick time. I've noticed yeah. this from running yeah. for office myself. Yeah, a little trick time here. When you want to see where the Democrats are going to go in the future, don't go to the electeds. They lie. Remember Joe Manchin? I'm not going to support this Green New Deal. I'll vote for it. They'll lie about it. Forget it. The thing about candidates is, this is my little trick here. They're usually brutally honest. You know why? As they get desperate, especially in places like Missouri where they know they're going to lose, they start to tell you what the base is really thinking to appeal to this radical and more radical element just to stay alive and get in the news. It's not an accident. I'm not kidding. Don't. The candidates are where you go to get what the Democratic base is thinking and where the Democrats are going to be tomorrow. Don't go to the electeds. I'm dead serious. It works every time. Those candidates are telling, that's why they want the filibuster gone. They want to grab your guns, but they need a list first. Here, watch Kamala Harris right here. She looks forward to casting the deciding vote to dumping the filibuster. Here, listen to yourself. It's not me, it's her. I cannot wait to cast the deciding vote to break the filibuster on voting rights and reproductive rights. I cannot wait. Notice how she uses voting hijacking and killing babies as an excuse. It's not what they, that's, yeah, they want to do that too to scrap the filibuster. But I'm telling you, don't trust them. Trust the candidates. The candidates are telling you the truth. Here's Kamala Harris saying it again. In case you think this was a mistake. And to the Republicans out there, listen, 
It's now crystal clear the Democrats are committed to scrapping the filibuster. If you take back the Senate and you don't scrap the filibuster yourself, you are buffoons beyond belief. Scrap it. New rules, baby. They want to scrap the filibuster. We beat them to the punch. Oh, no, we got to be cute. Decorum. Remember McCain? Thumbs down on dumping Obamacare. Remember that? We got to get back to rules and we got to get back to regular order. You know what, John? Good call on that one, man. The Democrats turned around and jammed it right up everybody's caboose. They want to scrap the filibuster? We scrap it first. New rules, baby. Here's Kamala Harris saying it again. Again, just in case you think it was a mistake. Check this out. 52 Senate seats or more. Legislative filibuster gone or just on this issue? The president has been clear on this issue and on a very important issue in addition to that important issue, which is voting rights. And the president has been very clear. He will sign into law and not let the filibuster get in the way, the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act and the Freedom to Vote Act. There you go, right there. In case you think it's a mistake, I don't want to hear from any Republican, and you shouldn't either, in elected office right now, that, oh, no, we got to be better than them. They don't care. We can't scrap the filibuster. We got to make it appear to the public that, you know, we're standing on some higher moral high ground. They're they're firing rhetorical political bullets at you. Duck and fight back, you idiots. My gosh. Folks, we always bring the receipts to back it up, sometimes ad nauseum. This isn't a mistake that they're saying this. Here's Fetterman, the worst political candidate in the country, a lying fraud. Look, we're a car hard, never had a job. This is Bernie Sanders, but at least Bernie Sanders... Like, is older than him and has some chronological experience. This is a young guy who's never had a job. Ever. Ever. Here's John Fetterman, candidate for the United States Senate, making a point to tell you. He's, he's, he's telling you. They're telling you they're going to dump the filibuster. Your guns are coming with them. Check this out. You can count on us to eliminate the filibuster. Eliminate the filibuster and let let's get some stuff done for America. Folks, I mean, how, how do you I'm not manipulating you. OK, I'm playing his words. Joe, you didn't like tinker with that. right? That's his word. No, that's, it's that's a complete thought. That's Fetterman. Now, if you live in Pennsylvania outside of the big cities, which is most of Pennsylvania, You probably own a firearm to defend yourself, your property, to hunt, to sport, whatever. Do you understand this guy's telling you they're going to dump the filibuster because they want to take your guns? He can lie all he wants. I'm giving you the receipts right here. Again, just another one. In case you think it's some bizarre accident, here's Elizabeth Warren, prominent thought leader and fake Indian on the left. Telling other candidates, Fetterman and Mandela Barnes in Wisconsin, hey, man, you better get on board with dumping this filibuster, too. That gravy train's coming. Check this out. If we pick up two Democratic senators who will help us get rid of the filibuster, which the president has now said he's on board for that, and who will give us Roe versus Wade, two senators, and yes, John Fetterman, I am looking at you in Pennsylvania. Yes, Mandela Barnes, I'm looking at you. Yeah, we're looking at you too, Mandela Barnes and John Fetterman. Folks, this isn't an accident. All this stuff is being done deliberately. You think the left wasted all that time getting credit card companies to track where you buy a gun and they're pushing for universal background checks and candidates are slipping out, they're going to dump the filibuster to push universal background checks because they have nothing better to talk about and they wanted to write poetry and they just got bored? We never, ever waste your time here. It's a warning. I'm going to end this segment with this tweet. This guy has one of the most popular Facebook pages on the left, Robert Reich. He's, uh, he stuff is crazy, but that's for another day. But believe me, people follow Reich, a lot of them. Here, he mentions a bunch of Senate races. He says, we win seven of these races and Manchin and Cinema become irrelevant. He's talking about the filibuster. Not wasting your time.
You got to get out and vote. Please, please. I know it's not going to solve all our problems. Even if it can tinker around the edges of a few, we're still better off after election day than we were before. World isn't an easy place. All right, let's take a break. And then uh, I got another fascism check coming up. Steve Bannon made some really, really big claims this week. I want to address those because if these are true or even close to true and the numbers are accurate, we're in real trouble. I knew something was up when I got a text from a friend this weekend. Hey, did someone show up at your house with a subpoena? I was like, what? You'll also understand why in a second. Folks, the data breaches, they just keep coming. Uh, this one is regional, but it's big. It includes social security numbers. Uh, Nelnet servicing a technology company used by Oklahoma Student Loan Authority and Ed Financial announced a breach affecting 2.5 million student borrowers. Breached information includes social security numbers, emails, phone numbers, and addresses. It's super important to understand our cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. It's important to understand how our cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Your personal information gets exposed so often, making it dangerously easy for a cybercriminal to steal your identity. Protecting your identity can be easy, but LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock. I have LifeLock. I've had it a long time. I have it for me, my family, my mother-in-law, my parents. It is really important to have my identity stolen. It was terrible. LifeLock detects and alerts you to potential identity threats you may not spot in your own, like loans taken out in your name. Fraudsters are everywhere, folks. If you do become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist, they'll work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But it's easy to help you protect yourself and your family with LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. It starts here. Get it today. Don't wait. I went through this. I'm telling you, it was really a rough experience. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com slash Bongino. That's LifeLock.com slash Bongino for 25% off. LifeLock.com slash Bongino. Thanks, LifeLock. Okay. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. Uh, so getting back to our fascism check, which I hope you caught on Saturday, the fascists are clearly on the left. Fascists want more of your money. They want to tell your kids where to go to school. They want to censor you. They want to take your guns. They want you canceled and they want your speech silenced on social media platforms. So, I mean, those are the, if you had to like put a 12 step list together for fascism, the left checking every freaking box. One of the other components of the fascist is the weaponization of the gun carriers. They don't want you to be the gun carriers, but they love the idea of using law enforcement and intelligence operations as their own set of jackbooted thugs. That's their thing because fascism only thrives through fear. Nobody wants to voluntarily give up their freedom, right? That's why prison sucks. I say it all the time. No one wants to be subjugated and told what to do. So the way the fascists get you to subjugate yourself and shut your mouth is by scaring you. The record of history is clear. I read this this week in a red state by Nick Arema. I couldn't believe it. Bombshell report, dozens of Trump's allies raided or served subpoenas by FBI. Now, to be clear, because I I personally can't verify it, no reason to distrust Steve at all, but Steve Bannon made this claim. Bannon's been under just relentless attack by the left for a a ton of different things beyond the scope of this show. But Bannon's claiming that 35 Trump allies were subpoenaed this weekend, and one of the people who's alleged to be one of the the folks either raided or subpoenaed was uh, Steve Miller. Folks, this is getting uglier. This is getting really ugly now. Um, It's been ugly. The January 6th committee, the FBI and the DOJ, we know have been entirely corrupted. Okay, we understand that. That's not even open for debate at this point. The fact that the net is starting to expand to not just Navarro, Michael Cohen and Bannon, who were really close allies of President Trump, but that it's starting to expand to secondary and tertiary figures. I, I don't mean that as an insult, by the way. Please don't take that the wrong way. Does this make sense, fellas? Like, I'm not, talk, I'm not trying to be like, oh, these guys. I'm just saying like in the White House, you have your, your direct core of like cabinet type folks. Then you have the assistants and then assistants to it. You get the point that the, the, the network is expanding for these subpoenas says to me that number one, they're not getting what they want out of the direct contacts to Trump, the Peter Navarro's and the Bannon's. Because they're not cooperating. So what they're doing is if I'm a federal agent, I expand the network to do what, guys? 
to get someone to flip. Bigger net. Yeah, bigger net. More fish. Folks, this is getting really, really ugly here. They have completely weaponized these people. And what they're trying to do is shut the Trump network down before 2024. They have to do it. They're committed to it. Now, the New York Times, a media outlet, or they claim to be at least kind of laughably at this point, you would think they would be interested in this growing tyranny to write this story and say, my gosh, I mean, if there's evidence of treason or an insurrection or collusion with the Russians, you'd think at this point, you know, almost six years later, we would have found some of it. We haven't. The New York Times is part of it. So is the media. Remember, I told you part of their strategy is not just to expand the net and scare and frighten Trump donors and volunteers. We've been talking about this for a while. But I said one of their primary strategies as well, just like with the guns. If they can't legally take your guns away by creating a gun list, they will do it through other proxy measures. They'll do it through credit card companies, universal background checks. What did I tell you about the lawyers? You have a constitutional right to an attorney. It is literally read to you in your Miranda warnings if you, God forbid, are in custody and subjected to interrogation. Unless you're a bad guy, then you deserve it. But you get the point. You are read your right. It is a constitutional right. So because the left are tyrants and fascists and they want your guns and they don't want you to have legal protection, why? Sorry, I hate if, I'm sorry if I asked too many questions, but you can avoid an assertion. You can never ask a question. Why? Because they want to destroy you in court and effective legal protection gives you a shot. They don't want Trump to have legal protection. But Joe, they can't do that. They can't write a law. I mean, they could try to amend the Constitution. That ain't going to happen. They could try to write a law, be, be laughed at in the courts instantaneously, and then they would just look like tyrants. See, the thing about the left is they want to be tyrants, but they don't want to look like tyrants. So what better way to steal away Republicans, conservatives, and specifically Donald Trump's right to a lawyer than by using the now corrupted DOJ and FBI to investigate all of Trump's lawyers to send the message, you better not protect this guy. The New York Times loves it. New York Times from this weekend. For Trump's lawyers, legal exposure comes with the job. The many lawyers who've helped the former president avoid removal from office and indictment have drawn legal problems of their own. They have? Sounds more to me like the DOJ and FBI have drawn up legal problems for the lawyers. I'm just throwing that out there. New York Times loves this, man. This is done on purpose to send a message about 2024. Because I'm solutions-oriented, not complaining-oriented, folks, there's a way to start to fix and repair this. There are no solutions. There's just minor fixes here and there. Let me tell you one of them. If we win in 2022 in these midterm elections, and please get out and vote and drag 10 people with you. Drag them with you to vote. Do whatever you got to do. Oh, Keith, this is, I'm sorry. I don't mean, this is really, am I let my dog up here, folks, Lucy? For, for stick to the issues crowd. Just, gonna, just one second. I promise I, my dog, Lucy, you know, she's part of our family. I love my dog. And she's been really scared. They're doing construction next door and the trucks really scared her. I did a locals video on this. So I let her up in the office. So I'm wondering what the hell Guy's up to because it's dark back there. Lights are. Guy's got the dog in her lap. Like this is <laughs> like petting the dog because she's so scared. This is hilarious. You have that's funny. Okay, back to the show. Sorry, folks. I don't mean to distract you. It's my fault. The show is. I only get an hour with you. Um, but you got to fire everyone in the DOJ and FBI. I don't want to hear any more nonsense. If we win in 2022 and 2024. 2024 is important because only the president's going to have that authority. People in Congress can't fire people, but you can start to defund stuff. We have got to take dramatic action to clean out the corruptocrats in the DOJ and FBI because one of the steps to fascism and additionally taking the guns is weaponizing the men with the guns and the badges. They're doing it now. And the people with the guns and the badges who can't raise their right hand like I did and do their job without attention to politics. I protected two Democratic presidents and did the best job I could possibly do. If you can't do the same thing, get the out get out get out see you later goodbye you see the door don't let it hit you in the ass on the way out all right i got another fascism check coming up next some just shocking shocking statements by a woman who every time you think we've hit the basement of her saying awful things she cracks through and gets it goes even lower 
quick break here. Folks, uh, show also brought to you today by our friends at GenuCell. Paul is a big fan of GenuCell. She looks just amazing these days. I told you a lot about GenuCell, my absolute favorite luxury skincare brand. Ladies and gentlemen, how does $25 for GenuCell sound? Sound good? It's GenuCell celebrating the rollout of their personal shopper concierge service by offering their best sellers for $25 a piece. Not only is it a ridiculously good discount, but you can get a personal shopper. You can reach your concierge shopper via private text, cell phone, or email from the convenience of your couch. No login and no password. Here's Teresa from Orland Park, Illinois. GenuCell definitely makes me more confident. I've been using it for a while. It does help with my crow's feet, tightens the skin, making wrinkles a lot less noticeable. I have to hide it from my husband because he likes it too. $25 for the most effective skincare in the world to take care of all your skincare needs and with its immediate effects, guaranteed results in as little as 12 hours or your money back. How do you get it? You go to GenuCell.com slash Dan. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L. GenuCell.com slash Dan. Every most popular package is automatically upgraded to free shipping. Go to GenuCell.com slash Dan. That's GenuCell.com slash Dan. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Dan. Thanks, GenuCell. We appreciate it. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals and a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. So, folks, you catching the theme for today's show? You got to be on high alert, man. The stuff that's happening right now is not a joke. This is real. I, I don't mean to be insulting. I know you know that. I mean to be insulting. I should have finished the word. I... We need Paul Revere's now. You know, the left uses words and and, and phrases like conspiracy theorists and all this stuff about us because they know me and others are on to them. And what they want to do, they want to do in silence like ninjas. They don't want you to know they're fascists. That's why on this show, we always produce the facts and the data to back it up. Every single thing I've just told you, I've produced either a soundbite or a story or a quote by a Democrat proving that's what's happening. Now, the march to tyranny and fascism is a march being held exclusively in leftist circles. What did I tell you at the beginning of the show? It wasn't an accident that I said it. It is very difficult in the United States, a prosperous, generally wealthy country full of entrepreneurial folks. We got our bad seeds like anyone else, but we are the greatest country on planet Earth, and we always have been in the history of planet Earth. And you should be proud and you should be, uh, hold your, you know, your chest out, your chin up. You should be proud of that. It's going to be hard to turn you against your neighbor. One of the ways you do it is you start to slowly creep in through the gaslighting process, lie, lie often, lie confidently and isolate people from the truth. Then your neighbor may be a threat to you. You're like a terrorist, criminal treasonist, insurrectionist, MAGA fascist. It doesn't happen overnight, but oh, believe me, it happens, folks. The record of history is clear, and it happens because of people like this. Here is the grotesque again, Hillary Clinton, on 9-11 this past weekend. The most tragic day in our nation's history, something I was watching the coverage yesterday, I'm sure like Joe and Guy were, and I'm going to tell you, it, the wound opens up every time. 21 years, it doesn't even matter. feels like 21 seconds. Me and Paula were watching last night and we met, Paula and I met just days before 9-11. She worked down there at 120 Broadway, right in the pit, right there. I got to tell you, folks, it was devastating watching it yesterday. Devastating. And Hillary Clinton picks that day, picks 9-11 to make a connection between 9-11 and extremists. Folks, she's not talking about Islamo-fascists. She's talking about you. I want you to listen very closely to this. This is not an accident. Check this out. We have also, I think, um, been reminded um, about how important it is uh, to try to deal with extremism of any kind. 
uh, especially when it uses violence to try to achieve political and ideological uh, goals. So I'm one who thinks that uh, there are lessons still to be learned from what happened to us on 9-11 that we should be very aware of uh, during this time in our country and the world's history. Oh, yeah, folks, there are lessons to be learned, all right, but they're not the lessons you think. The lessons she's talking about are completely different. You know what the lessons are? Gosh, can we use credit card companies to get a list of all the gun owners of America and then track them via universal background checks? Well, what about this? Can we weaponize the DOJ or FBI to use January 6th to label MAGA supporters as fascists and extremists and then raid their homes using the FBI to scare them from ever running again? They're not the lessons you think. Again, the data and the facts back me up, not them. Here's a video of supposedly moderate, moderate. I I love when they call themselves moderate. Joe Manchin destroyed the country with his Inflation uh, Reduction Act nonsense. Uh, Now you got Mark Warner from Virginia. Again, a guy who's just a total fake and a phony. He pretends to be, you know, Mr. Moderate guy. Meanwhile, uh, he was involved in that whole Spygate thing, knee deep. The guy's a total fraud. Democrat from Virginia. Here's Mark Warner, supposed moderate, doing the exact same thing. You opening the tragic wounds of 9-11 to start to filter into the American psyche, the idea that your neighbor, the MAGA fascist, is a terrorist and they're coming for you. So how else would you respond? Maybe we get violent with them in the future. I don't know. Who's really inciting violence? Take a listen yourself. In many ways, um, we defeated the terrorists because of the resilience of the American public, because of our intelligence community. And we are safer, better prepared. Um, The stunning thing to me is here we are 20 years later, and the attack on the symbol of our democracy was not coming from terrorists, but it came from literally insurgents attacking the Capitol on January 6th. I, again, nothing they do is by accident. You better respect it or you're going to get kneecapped by it. Nothing the Democrats do is an accident. Nothing. This is being done deliberately. Hillary Clinton, Mark Warner, you think they're both throwing out the same talking point because they're not coordinating either tacit, how do you coordinate tacitly? They're all of the same ideology. They know what to do. It's kind of an implied, you know, everybody say the same thing. They don't need to be told. They understand they have an opportunity here to turn neighbor against neighbor, which is what tyrants do. And use January 6th and Trump to do it. They all got the talking point. Here's Biden. Now, Biden, because he's the president. Biden has to be a little gentler than these other two morons. Okay? But to make no mistake, Biden knows the talking point, too. I want you to listen for it right here in his 9-11 speech. Check this out. It's not enough to gather and remember each September 11th, those we lost more than two decades ago. Because on this day... It is not about the past, it's about the future. We have an obligation, a duty, a responsibility to defend, preserve, and protect our democracy. The very democracy that guarantees the rights of freedom that those terrorists on 9-11 sought to bury in the burning fire and smoke and ash. I understand if, if... If some out there are like, well, Dan, that was kind of milk toast. You understand he has to be. He's the president. Well, Dan, he just said MAGA fascist the other day. No, I'm talking about he had to be on 9-11. He had to be a little more delicate. But make no mistake, that speech was written for him. You could see it's a prompter speech. It's not extemporaneous. That was vetted through multiple chains. And that line about protecting democracy is in there on purpose. He's not talking about Al-Qaeda or ISIS or AQAP or any of that. He's talking about you. None of this is by accident. How'd I start off the show? Tyrants are going to do tyranny. That's what they do. Taking your guns, weaponizing the FBI and the guns and badge carriers, censoring you, and then making sure your neighbors look at you with suspicion. Those are four or five large steps down that road to tyranny. It's happening right now, right in front of your eyes. That's why I did the fascism check this weekend. Okay. Uh, Let me get to this next story, too, because censorship also is one of the hallmarks of the new liberal regime. Uh, The liberal regime are, they're the fascists. They are the tyrants. They prove it every day. We always bring the facts. But I want to give you a little bit of good news. The show's kind of been a little bit of a downer outside of the Henner segment, which is really excellent. 
But the good news is people are waking up. There's an election coming up. There's a lot of eye opening going on. You know, you ever see Clockwork Orange, Stanley Kubrick? Uh, oh yeah, the, the movie. Yeah, I mean, you know the movie, right? That I think Malcolm McDowell, a young Malcolm McDowell, I think was in that. But uh, the book is amazing. I love the book. And then they put those things to open their eyes. They make them watch all this violent <laughs> yeah. stuff. to supposedly, I know, freaky deaky movie, man. But folks, people are, their eyeballs are opening up everywhere. People are starting to see it. And by seeing it, they're reacting. And the reaction is creating a little bit of chaos on the left. I want you to feel good about. One of the things I, about the left I talk about a lot is the show your ass theory. How in the past, when we didn't have the power of social media, even via the censorship, we still break through. We have this ability through social media, whatever you want to call them, I don't care, don't be the influencers or whatever. You've got people out there who in the past, folks, if they didn't have a Fox show or weren't on, you know, meet the press on the weekends, you would have never heard about them ever, ever. Maybe you had people who wrote for National Review, whatever it was, or a limited distribution. But you see my point that social media and the internet has democratized the megaphone. You've got people now who have met, you know, uh, Cernovich, uh, I mean, people who are on Twitter, who people listen to, and they don't need a TV, they don't TV show, they don't need anything. They can sit at home and they can just go on their social media account. You know, uh, Phil Kirpin, Alex Berenson. These are people who influence huge amounts of people even breaking through the censorship wall now. So the good news is in the future, as options and voices expand and the parallel economy grows and true social grows and parallel economy and rumble and all this stuff, they are not going to be able to stop us anymore. They know that. Problem number two from the left on the censorship front. Remember, we're talking about the fascists here and censorship. They need censorship. Without censorship, all this stuff falls apart. Because without censorship, we can speak out about the gun thing. Right, Joe? We can speak out about the FBI raids and warn people. Yeah. They don't like that. They need censorship. It is the bedrock on which they're going to build this house of censorship and this house of fascism and tyranny, right? Right. They got to cancel people. So step one, the problem they have is the ability and the vehicles, the vehicles to get the message out are expanding dramatically. The second problem they have, folks, people are just starting to ignore these idiots. Not everyone. I'm not suggesting to you that they're powerless. So I think this article is a little bit, the headline's a little, I, I love the article. I don't want to, I, I get what he's saying. Here's this, a New York Post article. Let me not bury the lead. Rogan, uh, Joe Rogan, J.K. Rowling, and Dave Chappelle proved that the online mob has no power. Charles Cook. It's in the New York Post, in the newsletter today. Read this piece. It's so good. Bongito.com slash newsletter. Check it out. He makes this point I've been trying to make for a long time. He says, why is anyone still listening to the wokesters? They're not a majority. They're not even close to a majority. They have no army, navy, or air force. They don't even matter in the marketplace. The only power they enjoy is the power to the rest of us. The rest of us have chosen to give them. We should stop. I told you they're a small minority. The nice part about social media is it's democratized the ability for us to speak. The downside is it's also democratized their ability to try to cancel us. What have we been saying for a while in the show? The left's cancel movement is going to get cannibalistic where they start to eat themselves. Why would they eat themselves? That's not tasty. They're eating themselves because people aren't listening. The article, he makes great points in here, Charles Cook. He's like, listen, J.K. Rowling just released another book, Joe. She spoke out against the transgender lobby. The book's number one. Dave Chappelle just signed like a four episode special with Netflix for probably an ungodly amount. Of, I, I guess it's probably close to a hundred million or something like that. Joe Rogan's got the most popular podcast on planet earth. And folks, candidly, we have the second most popular conservative podcast. We got a big audience. It's like a sliver of that guys. I thought they canceled him. He gave him the double barreled, not family friendly, by the way. It's not working anymore. It just he makes a good point. I think his show's even bigger. They should have advertised for this guy. So why is it cannibalistic? Because as people start to give him the non-family friendly double-barreled, they're not going to give up the power to cancel people. They're tyrants. So what do they start to do? They start to cancel their own. You're seeing it. 
that ridiculous, was it Lizzo or Beyonce? They made them change lyrics to songs or something like that. Don't they're not conservatives. They enjoy it. They get power out of it. So when they come to me and say, Dan, cancel episode 1849 and we flip them to family friendly, then they got to move on to someone who will listen to them who's scared and Lizzo and them are scared. They're scared. We're not scared. We're not scared. Things are turning. I'm very, very optimistic. I'm long in the United States. Okay. Folks, by the way, your tax dollars are paying for all of this crap. Wait till I get to this next story. I give you the number of what your state, federal, local tax burden is for the average American consumer unit out there. The number is shocking. This is what you pay. No other product would withstand this type of scrutiny if you were asked to pay this amount every single year. None. All right, our last sponsor today, our good friends at American Financing. The website's AmericanFinancing.net. Inflation continues to challenge our nation. We're still overspending on everyday necessities, and debt's costing us more thanks to high credit card rates. How can you get ahead? That's easy. Call American Financing. It's a great company. Take advantage of a free mortgage review. Learn about custom loans that may fit your budget better. From flexible terms to debt consolidation, even the ability to access cash, they can do it all. Don't wait. Don't wait. Save yourself hundreds each month. They can also work with credit scores as low as 500. So if you couldn't qualify before, you may qualify now. So no pressure, no obligation call. It's worth it to learn more. Just be sure to call soon. The Fed meets again this month and is expected to raise rates. Get ahead of this stuff. It's important to act fast to save the most. American Financing. Call them today. Here's the number. 888-994-7660. That's 888-994-7660. Or again, you can go to the website, AmericanFinancing.net. .net, not .com. AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Thanks, American Financing. We appreciate it. Okay. Folks, you're paying for all this stuff. Now, you know, when you're asked to pay for something, typically, as Milton Friedman says in his Four Ways to Spend Money, we've played on the show numerous times. When you're asked to pay for something with your money, what matters? Well, the cost of the product. Hey, we got this pen for sale. Well, how much does it cost? And the quality. Well, is it a good pen? Uh, the pen's $7. Okay, that seven sounds reasonable. I see. Pen is right. Yeah, right's really nice. I'll pay $7. Now, why would the cost or the quality of the pen not matter? Well, the cost of the pen wouldn't matter. If Guy was paying for it, I'd be like, how much is the cost of the pen? Ah, I don't care. Bill Guy. Uh, and then why would the quality not matter? Well, what if the pen wasn't for me? It's for Joe. I'm like, well, Guy, you're paying for it. And you're giving it to Joe. I don't really care if the pen works either. It's not my pen. Thanks. Now, that'd be very mercenary. But yeah, <laughs> Joe's like, caring, sharing is caring, bro. Sharing is caring. Uh, no, I mean, you get the point. Because uh, I, I care about these guys. I wouldn't do, but the government doesn't care about anything. So they don't care about cost or quality. No other product on planet Earth, if you were asked to pay an astonishing $16,729 a year for it, would you get away with getting almost nothing in return for it? The show notes, again, today, please, Terrence Jeffrey. This guy writes amazing stuff. CNS. Americans spend more on taxes in 2021 than on food, clothing, and healthcare combined. So the BLS just put out data on consumer units, and they found out Americans are paying an average of $16,729 in total taxes to federal, state, and local governments. Uh, by the way, that's an average, okay? Average for the left. Meaning a lot of people pay a lot more. But think about, you know, the average American household. I don't know, at 60, 75, maybe $1,000 a year in a relatively high-income area. Probably around 50, depending on what area of the country and cost of living, right? They're taking almost $17,000 from you a year. What are you, what are you getting from that? No, 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 libs, libs. I, 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 oh, I get the security of the blanket. No, 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 please stop. Please, I, I'm not interested. No, I want to mean what, you're, what are you actually getting? Like what services? Because if someone asked me to cut a check for $16,700, I want to know what it's for. What are you getting for it? In many areas around the country, especially areas bigger with, uh, run, by, uh, run by Democrats, i.e. big cities, you're getting crap schools, some of the worst, not in the country, in the world, crap schools. You're getting street crime out of control. You're not even getting basic policing anymore. 
Tree crime through the roof in New York City and elsewhere, right? What else are you getting? Fantastic government services? Like what? They pick up your garbage once a week? For 17 grand? What are you, what are, what are you getting? Oh, no, I'm getting Social Security. No, no, that's bankrupt. No, no, that's, that's, that's bankrupt. You understand that, right? That's bankrupt. That's paygo now. I, I'm sorry to inconvenience you. That's bankrupt. Oh, no, I'm, I'm getting uh, Medicare. That's going bankrupt. That's going bankrupt. 17000 a year. Now, I want you to contrast that. If that $17,000 a year were to be given back to you, what you could do with it. Folks, for $17,000 a year, you know, if you and your local members of your town or community, say there's 100 homes, use round numbers, you probably get yourself a nice little private police force there. Gosh, why would we do that? I don't know. Maybe to stay alive. <laughs> 16000 a year. 16000 a year. You got together with your communities. You could probably build yourself a gold-plated school. Probably find yourself some really nice sanitation services with that kind of money. Weird how you can do it, but the government can't, right? It's the pen, cost or quality problem. You'd care about the cost of the school, the sanitation services, and the policing if it was you spending it directly. And you'd care about the quality, too. But when the government does it, you get crap every single time. Government can't even secure the border, by the way. Here's Kamala Harris on with Chuck Todd. She asked about the border. You're paying $17,000 a year. You think at a minimum, right? You know, 330 million Americans, not all of them are paying that amount. It's a consumer units basis thing from the BLS. But it's a good chunk. You think for that kind of money, we'd at least be able to, like, build a wall and keep people from illegally entering the country? No, we can't do that. And then you pay this woman's salary, Kamala Harris, who's the border czar, who just lies right to Chuck Todd's face. Hey, we got about 2 million people a month crossing in illegally. No, border secure. <laughs> this is what you're paying for. Check this out. Would you call the border secure? I think that there is no question that we have to do what the president and I asked Congress to do. Is the first request we made. Pass a bill to create a pathway to citizenship. The border is secure, but we also have a broken immigration system, in particular over the last four years before we came in, and it needs to be fixed. We're going to have two million people cross this border for the first time ever. You're confident this border is secure? We have a secure border in that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. Uh, I don't even know how to respond to that. Even Chuck Todd... We may have to, you know, given the Stelter retirement, there's been a lot of requests for a dopey media talking head Olympics to get an updated mm. list. Can we handle that this week? Can you make sure? We need a new graphic or something. Uh, <laughs> we may have to redo this whole, I'm serious, Joe. We may have to redo this whole thing. Stelter's out, lost his job. Uh, Todd asks a pretty sane question for once. Notice what he said there too, Chuck Todd. Two million people have crossed illegally for the first time. You know why he said that? Believe me, I'm not complaining. I'm not, I'm not suggesting Chuck Todd, by the way, is doing journalism. It's just, you know, if it's a good question, it's a good question. I don't care who says it. He said for the first time, because Kamala Harris goes, hey, the immigration system's broken in the previous four years. In other words, blaming Trump. And he goes, yeah, really? That's interesting, because two million people crossed for the first time. And she still lies. That's what you're paying for, $16,700 a year. That's what you're paying for. Good job. All right, my last story. Uh, listen, there's been a lot of dour uh, predictions by the media people. I'm going to leave you on a good note. Polls are turning. Polls are turning, Joe. Democrats are going to rout, going to win 80 seats in the midterms in the House. Flag it. They're going to defeat everyone. Flag, yeah, flag it now. We, yeah. I warned you with this. Listen, on both sides, I, on both sides of this debate, about the midterms coming up in now, what, 58 days or something? I don't know. We're, we're in like the red zone now. Do not get cocky about it. Oh, Biden sucks. Inflation's bad. Gas prices, we're going to win. Because if you get cocky, you're not going to vote. I told you in the beginning of the show, it's not good enough for you to vote. You got to take 10 people, 10 with you. Not eight, 10, minimum. At least 10 people you got to get to vote. So don't get cocky. But second, don't get down either. A bunch of people don't. Gosh, it's all turning around. Biden, the Inflation Reduction Act. So wonderful. Democrats are going to win. What have I been telling you over and over about the Senate polls? Throw them out. 
They have been garbage. Even the New York Times is getting on board with this train. Yes, the polling warning signs are flashing again. Democrats are polling well in exactly the places where surveys missed the most in 2020. Here, quote, the warning signs flashing again. Democrat Senate candidates are outrunning expectations in the same places the polls overestimated Biden and Clinton in 2020 and 2016. Don't get into this. Democrats are going to route. It's over stuff. Because then you're going to get down. And then you're like, oh, I'm not even going to vote. It's not worth it. it. Please vote. Take 10 friends. Remember the example of Jamie Harrison running against uh, Lindsey Graham in South Carolina? Harrison, the Democrat, Graham, obviously the Republican. They're like, it's going to be an upset. The guy lost by what, like 10 points, Harrison? It wasn't even close. Don't get crazy with the Democrats either, suggesting like they're going to win in some route. Everybody needs to take a T.O. with that nonsense. All right, folks, loaded show today. That was a lot of material. Uh, radio show later, we got uh, Father Calvin Robinson. We'll talk to him about uh, everything going on around the world. He's a really good commentator. And please, if you wouldn't mind, a humble request. We uh, moved up two spots, right, Guy, this morning? Two spots on the one of the most respected podcast charts in the world. We are now, according to them at least, the 11th most popular podcast in the country, considering there are probably millions of podcasts. Not bad. At least, no, Joe, uh, <laughs> congratulations to you and Gee too. You guys you are too, an man. integral part of it. Uh, no, I mean it. You guys, the show wouldn't be, uh, we moved up. Those charts, folks, those keep people subscribing. The subscriptions help us move up, not necessarily just the listen. So if you wouldn't mind, Go to Apple, Spotify, rumble.com slash Bongino. Please click the follow or subscribe button. It's free. Sorry about that long with the thing, but it's super important. And as I said, just keep playing. Stay tuned. The show is going to wrap and it'll, the Henner Gracie segment on how you and your family can pretend to protect yourself against a potential kidnapping will play right after the show. You don't have to do nothing. Just keep on listening. Thanks for tuning in. See you on the radio show later. You just heard Dan Bongino. I want to preface the techniques I'm about to teach by saying one thing, that under no circumstances is the target of a crime like this to blame for what happened to them. We should be able to wear whatever we want, run wherever we want, at any time that we want, drink whatever we want, hang out with whomever we like. So we have the right, not the obligation, but the right to learn techniques that can help increase our chance of survivability in a worst case violent physical encounter. So my wife Eve is here with me today right. to demonstrate some techniques. And in the case of an abduction, what we have to understand, rule number one, don't fight the attacker. Fight the attacker's objective. What they would like to do is grab and isolate and remove you from the primary crime scene as quickly and as quietly as possible. So our objective is to delay, to slow things down and make it as loud as possible to draw attention to the situation. So if Eva's over here and I get a hold of her, look what she's going to do. Help! And then she's going to pry herself out. So let's show what she did really quickly here. I grabbed her by the wrist. I'm pulling Eve. First thing is base stand. Now, interestingly, this base allows her to lean back and really delay my ability to pull her. Now, if Eve tries to hurt me and punch me in this situation, she would actually compromise her balance and potentially be taken away. So this is what I mean by don't fight the attacker. Fight their objective. Slow down the attack. She was drawing attention with loud screams at this point, and then she used a wrist release to pry her hand out with leverage, a.k.a. Alavanka. She's able to make her exit. Now, what happens in a situation where she falls to the ground, or let's say she can't break my grip instead. So I'm pulling. She's losing her balance. She's maybe sliding. She might choose to go to the ground deliberately, introduce her feet into the situation, and now she can strike. And now she has not only better distance control, but she can strike from underneath me, further delaying the attack, increasing the chance of bystander intervention. And if the attacker starts to fear that someone's going to intervene, they're more likely to change their mind and go because they anticipated a much easier abduction than what they're getting. Finally, someone's behind, picks you up, and takes you to the car. Look, no matter what, we do not get in the car. So I'm here. I'm trying, and Eve's not going to cooperate under any circumstances. You see how she used her legs to push off the car, delaying our entry, and then once we hit the ground, she makes her exit. But what if she gets thrown in the car? After you, rule number one, get out as quickly as possible. Someone takes you in the car, you go out the other door. You get out as quickly as possible while the car is either parked or at very low speed. But let's say you can't get out of the car. They're driving. You're in the back seat. If you can't exit the car... There is an option to use a vascular neck restraint, a very effective technique. I'm driving. Watch what Eve does from here. She wraps. She locks her hands together. And then from here, I got to breathe. Bilateral carotid artery compression. Right here, she's wrapping the neck. In six to ten seconds, the person will be rendered unconscious, which will then give her the chance to plan her exit and exit the vehicle from there. 
Finally, if she's in the passenger seat, she's not behind the subject. Maybe she cannot strangle him because of the angle that she's at, and he's driving. Let me explain this. This is the last resort. This is worst-case scenario. There's no exit. There's no choke. There's no way to get out of this car. You might consider, Dan, at low speeds while they're driving to cause an accident. Boom. If you have an option, put your seatbelt on first. But you cause an accident hoping to draw attention to the situation. And then when the crash happens, low speeds, of course, the best you control it as best you can. And you're going to make this decision in the moment. The point is everything is on the table when it comes to saving your life. The rule is you never want to be taken away from the primary crime scene where contact was made. So Eve's attempt to crash is in, a, in her attempt to prevent us from going to another location where it's going to be much harder to recover her and help her get free from that situation. All of these from the Women Empowered Gracie Jiu-Jitsu Program for Self-Defense. All of that is available at GracieUniversity.com. So anyone who wants to learn more should definitely check it out. GracieUniversity.com, folks. Please, please check it out. Uh, Henner, you, this, this information is, is literally life-saving. I'm not being figurative. Thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate that. Thanks to your wife as well.